You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, Joe? Yo, Jay, what's up? Nothing much. Jay, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, I'm really glad to be here. It's been a, a long time coming. I know we talked about it for a little while, but finally here I am. Yep, finally Jay's here. So for those of you, um, Jay is a longtime friend of mine. We've been friends for like 15 years now, basically. And um, once we met, um, you instantly became integrated to <laughs> my group of friends. Like, like you've been there the whole time, you know? Friends like Justin, Sean, Matt, who I've known for yep. like 25 years. It felt like you were there the whole time. Um, and, uh, you know, we've always done things as a group. And you've been in there ever since uh, you've been around with, with me. And uh, always bringing, like, you know, fun and interesting things to the table. Um, always, always finding new ways to have a good time. And yeah, I try. And definitely. Best. Oh, yeah, you succeed. <laughs> I can think of quite a, quite a few moments where you've succeeded quite a bit. And uh, always making, like, you know, normal things we've done a lot better, man. So, uh, you know. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Of course. Um, so I'm like, really excited to have you on finally because we've been talking about this since we did the podcast, you know. Um, exactly. And, and it took a while for you to get on board, but now here you are, and uh, hopefully here you are to stay. So I'm hoping. I'm yeah. hoping that this goes better than uh, my last involvement in one of your projects, which was <laughs> easily the, the most hated uh, part of your last project. So which one are you talking I, about? Could, we could. Sean and such. Oh, Sean and such. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I mean, like a, like a failed project. <laughs> it can only go up from there. I mean, everyone hated me and my character on that on Sean and such. So not me. You know. Yeah. Well, I can't. I, yeah. I, yeah. It's um. That was a hard the character to write. Reviews sent me into darkness for years, and now I've kind of like finally emerged. So we would never get. We would get canceled for Lance real quick nowadays. <laughs> Lance would not fly as a character, but um, that'd be great to bring back at some point too. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. But. Uh, yeah, hopefully, like I said, you're here to stay. And we, um, you know, we're starting off uh, with one of the uh, the themes for this month, which is the Halloween uh, favorite Halloween movies, not the Halloween series. series. Yeah, but Halloween the season. And you yeah. threw Sinister at me, and I'm like, oh shit! You know, I, I remember you talking about this like years ago, obviously, because this movie's like you know, came, it's ten years old already. Which yeah, is crazy. yeah, it came out in 2012, and um, I, I don't. I remember you liking it, so I wasn't surprised when you brought it up. But, like, we haven't really talked about it, I guess, since, you know, I, I think I watched it with you, like, back then, and that was pretty much it. But, um... Yeah, I feel like it's it's not spoken about as much as all the other, all the other like, main stays in the, in the Halloween and the horror genre. You know, everyone always talks about Halloween, they talk about Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and they're, everyone goes to, like, the same staples, and they're all classics, they're all great, but, you know, this movie for whatever reason, really just like stuck out to me. And this is definitely in my top five or even top three favorite horror movies and Halloween themed, you know, uh, seasonal kind of movies to watch. It, this this is another like Blumhouse uh, flick. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those movies I, I, I've mentioned before, like, I wouldn't say like they're not bad, but they could be like on like the, I don't know, staler side, I suppose. Pretty cookie cutter, you know? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Especially like, like once you get like, you know, into like some of the, the sequels of the conjuring and like insidious or whatever. Right. Like, um, you know, those, those movies are like, eh, all right. You know what I mean? They're yeah. always like, they're and like I liked insidious. I oh, liked good. Conjuring, yeah. the first ones at least, you know, and then they came out with like 50 other yeah. sequels that I haven't seen. There's a universe in there. Oh yeah. And they're, and they're all not great. Um, <laughs> but, 
Uh, so, like I said, in general, like that company just kind of hit or miss. But this movie defies a lot of the tropes, I thought, you know, and it, it kind of went in directions I, I didn't really expect it to go when I first saw it. I was kind of shocked, um, especially by the end of it. You know, the, the director, um, Scott Derrickson, we talked about him mm-hmm. earlier in the in the podcast. Well, earlier this uh, this year, I think last month, actually, whatever it was. Well, we yeah, he, was, he Black did Phone. A Black Phone, right? Yeah. And you guys did an episode on Black Phone. Yeah, also Ethan Hawke, who's in this movie. He's the, yep. he's the main character in this movie. He plays uh, Ellison Oswald. Um, I mean, just briefly, the movie is about, uh, like we mentioned, character played by Ethan Hawke, uh, Ellison. He moves his family into this um, small town in like Pennsylvania. It's a fictional town. Uh, he's got a 12-year-old boy and then, like a daughter. I think she's like seven or eight or something like that. And they move into this home where there was this family, the Stevensons. They, they were murdered uh, by hanging. So he had a very successful book and then a couple flops. So he decides to move his family into this house to investigate like this murder that took place there. To write a follow-up book to get him back into, you know, um, to, to get back some of his fame. Um, and then he discovers some, like, some super eight reels in his attic. Uh, he starts watching them and sees uh, footage of all different families being murdered. And one person in the family sort of getting away. And when they show you the films, you know, you see the what's going on. It seems like pretty much normal at first, like family outings and such. And yeah, then they label them like just like funny like events. into, you know, whatever the, the murders are. And yeah, every single scenario has one of the children that is not there one of the children is is missing and like turns out that they're just always missing like where these kids go right it does take some pretty like dark turns and like i said before it's definitely out of character for blumhouse um so like i remember when the movie came out and i remember you like loving it because we were you know hanging out around the time this movie came out um i was around a lot more you were around a lot more yeah uh before you moved to the big city (laughs) yeah um, so why, like, has this become a regular, like, Halloween staple for you? Because it's a hard movie to watch, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, it's definitely rough because it has a lot of, like, snuff film footage and it's a lot of, a lot of, you know, like, violent content that's in there. Yeah. You know, especially, like, from the intro, like, the first scene is it opens up into the four people hanging from the tree. That's the very first thing you see. Yeah. So it just sets the tone right there. Like, yep. But what makes it so so interesting to me and something that I love so much about the movie, the narrative of Ethan Hawke's character of Ellison Oswald, you know, he's an investigative author. He's a crime novelist. He's looking into these things. And sometimes the police, you know, get it right. Sometimes they get it wrong. He just wants to figure out exactly what's going on, I guess, give some closure to the families and like all the stuff that he that he un- unravels throughout his investigations as it goes on and on throughout the movie is like, it's always so fascinating to me. And I'm not a huge uh, fan of like jump scare movies. I feel like they're very cheap, Yeah, you know, but I do. Too. I, there's, there's a bunch of them in here, but like, it's not a very, very typical jump scare, you know, like they hit you with the music, they hit you with the something popping out, but it's, you know, to me, the content beyond that is, is what really uh, gets you. And there's actually some parts in the movie where it's like stuff is going on uh, and there's no, you know, music to it. There's no like, you know, jump scare to it. Like, uh, especially later in the movie when uh, you find out what's going on. Yeah. But I love that. I love the uh, sneaking and lurking around, like trying to figure out what's going on. And yeah, it's it's really it's really creepy. And it's really a lot of a lot of creepy children stuff. You know, I love children <laughs> of the corn and. <laughs> I just love children. <laughs> like, oh yeah, they're 
they're creepy as hell. Yeah, there's there's definitely an art to jump scares, I think. You know, and they're done, they're overdone. But when they're done properly, it, it's still something that could be a really great aspect of a horror movie. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily mean oh, it's cheap. You know, it's cheap fucking thrill or whatever the case may be. There's there's definitely a way to do them properly, and the movie does do that. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you that 100. Uh, percent There's a couple movies I remember that had that done really well. Not a lot, but there's a few. And um, even in the black phone, you saw the black phone, right? I'm assuming. I did see the black yeah. phone. Yep. He had a couple jump scares in there. Not a lot, few, but they mm-hmm. were very fucking effective. So I mean, like this is clearly like an investigative horror movie of sorts. You know, right. Um, very much like The Ring, which I think the writer was kind of inspired by, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, you know, these became super popular, like, in the last 20 years. You know, this was the one of the new ways to sort of launch a modern horror movie. And um, I, I, I like them for the most part. You know, I, I'm, I'm getting a little tired of them. Um, if they're done well, like, this is done well. Uh, they're pretty good. But there's so many of them that, like, the, the genre is just it's getting a little stale. Do you like any other things like this? Or, like, this just hits you... Like, because it, it perfected it for you. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I definitely enjoyed Insidious. I thought Insidious was a great movie. Uh, another one of my favorites, Baba Duke, is a, has a lot of similar themes to this movie. So I definitely enjoy these kind of movies. But like, typically, like the the cheap jump scare where like nothing is going on or nothing happens in the end, it's like kind of boring to me. But like, I really enjoyed that there was no like, closure at the end of the movie. There was no happy ending. There was no. It was just like. Yep, this is what happened. I haven't watched it in a few years, but yeah, obviously yeah. I watched it when it came out. I watched it a couple years later, and I just watched it again. I, I tried to watch it last night with Jordan, my brother. Yeah. Uh, he initially told me up front, he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like horror movies. I don't like scary movies. I don't do well with it, but I'll watch it with you. And literally, like right as we were ending like the first act, he was like, okay, I'm going to check out before I get too invested and I won't be able to go to sleep. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, all right, well, but uh, yeah, just watch it just to refresh my recollection on everything that, that happened in the movie yeah. and just try, try to think of some, you know, witty or funny or interesting things to say about it as opposed to like, oh yeah, I saw this movie five years ago. And so you could actually I keep think, coming I on the show. I think something happened. Yeah. You're trying to redeem the lands. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I gotta I work fucking so love Lance, man. <laughs> well, I think everyone in house loved Lance, but everyone in the real world hated him. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Ralph is good though. You did Ralph. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but Ralph never even saw the light of day. You recorded a I lot. I think right. I recorded everything, yeah. but I don't think we made it past episode three or whatever. Well, I don't know. You yeah. know, and Ralph, you know, had limited to no screen time on there. That's true. But, you would think I don't yeah. like you that much, but I actually love you quite a bit. So <laughs> <laughs> you would, don't go based on those characters. Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully, I'm not going based on those new ground reviews that just shredded us. Oh, Christ almighty. I probably would have jumped off a bridge by then. People really have nothing better to do. Yeah, nothing's changed. Uh, yeah, nothing's changed. No, um, I'm, I'm not surprised. The yeah. world is the way it is, and it's only getting worse. And the internet is a place for trolls and cowards that can hide behind their keyboards. So. Happy Halloween, everybody. Such a ghost. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> we want to talk about the ending of this movie because it's a little different. I feel like most people well, have probably seen it by now. but Yeah. I mean, it, the movie's 10 years old. So yeah. if you haven't seen it, You'll be... sorry. Yeah. So throughout the investigations of Ellison Oswald, he finds out that there's kind of like a demonic entity, essentially. Yeah. Uh, his name is Bagul. And they have his symbol in all the in all the films. And then as he goes back and looks at the films, he sees little clips where... Oh, Bagul's in there, so he's kind of like in the film, in the in the actual movie uh, that he's watching. Throughout the movie, you have 
he has two kids as we mentioned earlier he has a, a son and a daughter and like just so such a weird stuff happens to them and then in the end of the movie he's moves out of the location where he is he's like i need to get out of here it's too much uh but by doing so he essentially fulfills you know the series of events that has to happen in between each murder uh and his daughter ends up drugging him and getting abducted into the movie with bagul and that's a, that's the closing scene is yeah. bagul walking away with ashley the daughter she and she fucking and kills now them. she's gone yeah yeah so now because they show you like the video in the new house yeah. of the old house with the blood on the walls and all this all this stuff but they show you Ethan Hawke's character taped up but I don't they don't ever actually show you what happened to the family but it's you know presumed that she kills them in the film and then gets abducted by B- uh, Bagul into the film you know I can't think of any other things that are kind of similar you know th- you're right like no one really does talk about this movie as much it did get a sequel right um but it did it got yeah it got sinister too which i didn't I see it believe was three years later i think it was 2015 okay i watched it at some point but i really don't remember too much about it i'd have to go back and watch oh, it again right instant classic i guess yeah <laughs> yep yep just just like aladdin 2 or lion king 2 you know? classics straight to vhs Jafar, in the age lion. of blu-ray <laughs> Mind you. <laughs> yep. They're like, we're bringing it back. Which is a funny thing is, you know, this movie takes place in 2012. Takes place when, but the guy, you know, Ellison Oswald, he has VHS. Like, besides the, the Super 8 tapes that he finds in the yeah, attic, yeah. he has VHS of his, you know, interviews from 10 years prior. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he just goes back and watches them. It's like reliving his glory days. Motherfuckers man, love. I remember when I used to be famous. Motherfuckers love analog, man. They, oh yeah. Well, yeah, but the super. I think there's a projector up there too, right? Like he's even half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is like you know, it, it reminds me of like I mentioned earlier. Baba Duke is a similar kind of vibe because they have the book. She throws away the book, but the the book ends up coming back. So when he's pretty much says like I'm done here, he's quitting. He goes and burns all the the film and the projector, everything that was in the box. Yeah, he burns it. Yet somehow, when he moves into the new house, here comes this this projector reel, and everything is back. Actually, it came back before that because he. I think that's so, I yeah. think what caused him to move out. He moved out because he went up and found the box was back up there, and like that's when you see all the creepy kids sitting in a row watching the, the movie. Those things never really scare me that creepy. much. I want to say they're super scary to me, but they're definitely like creepy. Like some there's something about like yeah. children. Because children have that innocence that adults don't have. And, you know, I'm not superstitious and I'm not religious in any way. But, you know, people typically say, oh, well, children, because of their innocence, they can see ghosts or whatever, you know, things that adults can't. The fact that you can play on that is kind of it's kind of just like creepy and weird, you know, watching these kids, like especially that one scene in Sinister where he goes to like check on the kids, make sure they're okay, And like. It seems like they're all sleeping, but the girl is awake with her eyes wide open, like looking, you know, ghost children, abducted children, who's just like, shh. And I'm like, oh, this <laughs> kids, oh, so creepy. Plus, not to mention that kids, <laughs> kids are kind of shitty in general. I mean, they're just so like, <laughs> they don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, because there's, there's no filter. There's they no, don't know better. There's no empathy. They, yeah, they don't yeah, know. They, they're not there yet. You're you're mentioning earlier the the names of the film reels. I feel like that was such a missed opportunity for some good puns, because <laughs> it was just like very simply labeled. It was yeah. just like oh, you know, backyard barbecue. But it's like that could have been like hanging with the family, you know. And it's like oh, well, it's the kids fucking hanging, scorching hot summer, you know. It's like oh, oh 
Cars on fire now. Like okay. all like eighty sitcom names. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they could have had some some funny names. Yeah, I feel like they dropped the ball. That's all I was thinking. I was just like <laughs> trying to think of funny ass names for for all these <laughs> gruesome, horrific murders. They, well, the movie does take itself pretty seriously. I thought to say that it does. There's not a lot of like comedic breaks in it. There's not like any relief. No, there's zero. For the audience, zero. yeah, no, it's it's not it's it's pretty good. I, I would always sort of recommend it. Um, when I've been doing the podcast with everybody uh, this month, I've sort of like, you know, that people have like mentioned their um, favorite, you know, Halloween movies or whatever. But like, I I haven't too much because um, well, a for uh, for Matt and Justin, it was the same. Like I, I also watched the same movie, and then Sean picked Teen Witch, which um, <laughs> I don't well, know. again, all right, <laughs> yeah. So, but that's not one that I've seen before. Halloween four and Fright Night I actually watch like all the time. Um, but one of the one of the things that I watch pretty much every Halloween um, is Night of the Living Dead. I love that movie like so much. Mm. Um, it's a big go to for me, and because uh, I don't really have an episode where I get to talk about mine, I just like figure I bring everybody else on. Um, so I'm just throwing it in there at now. I'm forcing it in the audience's ears. Yeah, well, listen, force it in. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we, I think we've actually watched it together because there was a, we, a decent point in time when we were watching, you know, the Dead series. We did, yeah. I we think that was like that. up until leading up to the remake. We were like, oh, let's let's watch, you know, uh, all the Dead movies. Yeah, those but, those branch out like so much too, man. They go like because mm-hmm. like the, the Italians took it over and they had their own like spinoffs of it or whatever. Um, and then there's like Return of the Living Dead, which is like a parody of sorts. But like Romero's, like you know, he like I guess he had, like maybe two trilogies, I suppose. Um, I think the first one is great. Like the first three movies are really great; they're all different. But you know what's great about Night of the Living Dead is like a like it's it's a classic. But like, but most importantly, it's real. It's royalty free. You could watch it anywhere. Like it's just free oh. to watch. Yeah, the rights ran up on that movie like a long long time ago. Um, so you could watch it on YouTube. You could fucking burn it sell it whatever like you know if you want to make a make a dvd of it that's why there's like 50 different versions of it out there um but yeah that's that's kind of one of my go-tos but i do want to also talk about halloween candy because that is a very important part of this podcast what is your go-to this year for halloween candy we're gonna have quite a bit of it toward the end of the month just to let you know yeah i know i know candy for me is like crack it doesn't matter what kind of candy it is. Oh, we're going to lose the crackhead audience, Jay. <laughs> I love crack. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's so I good when it hits your veins. <laughs> when you get the needles revved up and ready to go, you just put it right into your... What? No. Okay, so... Uh, I mean, I like some weird candies that people usually don't like. Like Three Musketeers. I love Three Musketeers. I never hear anyone talk about Three Musketeers. And, yeah, I know. Can we please talk about Three Musketeers? Yeah, go I've been for it, man. pushing Three Musketeers. Uh, yeah, the lobby for Three Musketeers is non-existent, and I need to really bring it up because uh. the nougat is just so good. And it's just like all nougat. And people are like, why would you want that? You could just get other candies that has nougat and other and things. Other things no, I don't want yeah. the other things. I just want the fucking nougat. True. And I want the chocolate. That's it. That is true. It's great. Although I don't understand uh, the name then, because what are, like you know you think like it was three ingredients or something, but it's not, <laughs> right? Like it's just nougat and chocolate. There's, there's, there's got to be a backstory. There's got to be a lore behind Three Musketeers that I don't know what it is. Yeah, get on that. <laughs> but <laughs> that's gonna be my next episode: the history of Three Musketeers. Uh, yeah, no, I love Three Musketeers. I love Reese's. Sure. Reese's cups are great. Everybody, Hershey kisses. Go-to. Yeah, classic. On the chocolate, on the chocolate front, Kit Kats. On the uh, candy, the actual candy front, Skittles, Starburst, those are classics. Nerds, can't go wrong. So many kinds of candies. 
Have you had the um, the Skittles, like the the zombie ones? Do you, do you remember those? They're new. Yeah, we had them at we had you, them. You at had them at my house. House. It tastes like shit. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> disgusting. It was like a mystery thing, and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. it could be good, and like some of them were good, and some of them just tasted like vomit. It was. It, it almost like I think that like yeah, like every every now and again you'd get like a zombie flavor, right? That was like the 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 whole like uh, gimmick of it all, but it almost tastes like like damp, like a damp towel. I thought you know, like that's like <laughs> that's the flavor i got i'm like oh god it's so like it's not like over the top disgusting it's just, just disgusting enough like you don't want to eat it you're like oh god oh yeah it was it was really bad i think ah uh, manhattan you son of a bitch <laughs> manhattan. someone ringing my doorbell for absolutely no reason i love that when people just try to get into my building for other people's deliveries most of the time i'm sleeping at this time so it's really annoying yeah which for reference is three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> for those listening at home and when they're like oh is this like six o'clock in the morning no it's three o'clock in the afternoon um <laughs> there's only two people in the world sleeping at this time me and sean on his nap yeah ex- exactly That's, yeah it's just the two of us you have his nap schedule yeah oh god what, what was your question to me before the bell just rattled my brain uh no i was i didn't have i didn't have one i was just i was just ending talking about? ending the skittles uh that conversation oh yeah uh skittles yes yes skittles there's other ones too like they made for halloween the shriekers which are like super sour um i thought they were like is that like a warheads brand or no no they were skittles like the the skittles Skittles. yeah they were the orange pack with the grim reaper on it i think you've had them seen i don't think i've ever had them well you'll have them motherfucker when you come over (laughs) (laughs) like that um yeah man so now um we've been ending the episode with like nostalgia collar we memories um, well, before before we talk about memories, I want to know yeah. what your favorite candy is. Oh my! We God. don't talk about you, so I'm going to play the host now. And what's your favorite candy, Joe? And you're fired, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know Justin had mentioned that he, that he's going to take over the podcast yeah. when you get hit by a car, but um, I, I've been unfortunately <laughs> for him, it's going to be me, and he's out completely. I'm going to take Anthony on, and it's just going to be me and Anthony. Justin's out. Yeah. Sean, maybe Matt. If he figures out what movies he's actually watching at the time. But yeah, so what's your favorite candy? Well, I, I, I have been. I have been mentioning my favorite candies on each episode. I forgot to bring it up at this point. But um, but yay, thank you. Stop me. So um, I, I mentioned a couple things so far. But the thing I haven't talked about yet, which I think is pretty important, is not even a candy so much, but just um, fucking uh, the monster cereal. General Mills monster cereals. Mm. Dude, I, I, I love, like, when it comes to Halloween time, like, I love that. And I don't eat cereal a lot. Like, I'm not a big cereal guy. It's probably the only time of the year I actually get boxes of cereal and have it for breakfast. Because usually for breakfast, I eat, like, really light. Um, I don't like to eat a big meal or, like, something, like, carb-heavy, you know? So, like, uh, to have a bowl of cereal for me is kind of rare. And, um, but fucking every October day, I'm <laughs> home long enough in the morning to eat breakfast. That is what I have. Or on the weekends, I eat, like, multiple bowls of it. Snacks. I'll have it for a snack because I don't eat fucking cereal with milk. And everybody knows I'm like, everybody knows me knows that, and they make fun of me and like yep. just fucking That's one get of over your it. Weird yeah. quirks. Just I don't want to talk about it. It's fucking it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, so like the monster cereals, like I love them all. And every year so far, um, in the last like decade or so, they've been bringing them back with like different designs of the boxes or something that they add to it. And then they've been bringing back old fucking shit. Like they brought back uh, fruit brute this year, you know, which is something that hasn't been around for quite a while. And people know I did a whole podcast on these cereals. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's that's like a big one for me um, is the cereal. Uh, also, I like uh, like when Hostess does like their um, 
like Halloween designs. You know, it's the same fucking thing. It just looks cooler. Um, so I, I dig that. Like the cupcakes and yeah, yeah the, the scary cakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to know what's your opinion on candy corn. No one's talked about candy corn so far. Yeah, um, I, can we talk about candy corn? Because I fucking hate candy corn. Do you really? Candy corn is disgusting, and I don't know how people like it. it Tastes gross. <laughs> I like it. It looks cool because it's got all the Halloween colors and it's a yeah. triangle. It's a great shape. It's a sturdy shape. Um, they have pumpkins too. But no. If you hate candy corn, you'll hate It's a massive amount of candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks, it looks just like it's a little yeah, candy corn double cyst. the amount of candy corn. <laughs> candy corn cyst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, uh, I I did candy corn. I like candy corn. I You know what? Like candy corn, I kind of eat through like to Thanksgiving. Um, candy corn's been trying to be real fucking cool lately, man. Like they've been trying hard, and they did like candy corn, like uh, like gimmicky flavors. Like they had a Thanksgiving dinner of candy corn that came out, and it was fucking gross. They got like street taco candy corn now. It's weird. Um, I don't really get what into do they all think, that. The seeds, yeah, they pretty... the seeds where they can get any flavor they want. Yeah, or Oreo, I guess. Um, yeah, or Oreo. That's another good one. <laughs> waiting for like cheesesteak Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> Because they've like maxed out everything on the sweet end. So what's next? I want a I want a duckling a la orange Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> now with twenty percent more duck <laughs> and twenty percent less Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> it's just duckling a la orange. Yeah, There's actually no Oreos. We're so sorry. Because <laughs> Oreo is what it is, right? So I, whatever, I'm not going to get started. But um, <laughs> I uh, I could like I'll put it this way. I like some candy corn on Halloween in a small amount. I'm not gonna waste my time on candy corn too much, but I always kind of get a little bit of it, and uh, I'm good. With, I'm good with that amount, and I'll, I'll have it like through Thanksgiving sometimes. But yeah, not my favorite, but I definitely don't hate it. I know people do fucking hate it, um, but yeah, it's a it's a very love or hate relationship you have with candy corn because anytime there's no like middle ground where it's like you know. I feel I feel like you're probably the first person. It's like, oh yeah, like I'll eat it, you know, sometimes or whatever. Like people usually love it. That's like their go-to, or people absolutely no, hate it. No, I don't love it. Yeah, it's definitely a strange candy. I don't know what the inception of that candy was, where it came from. I don't. But yeah, it needs to go away because it's disgusting. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a fucking. It's not a fad. I mean, it's just yeah, no, it's, it's just sugar and corn syrup for you know for the most part. <sighs> And I love I love both of those things, just not in that combination. However, they do it. Yeah. That's bad. When someone that will eat just about any candy, you really you really made a grave error. All right, so now Halloween nostalgia memories. Since we've ripped yes. candy corn apart for like twenty minutes, um, yeah, well <laughs> rightfully it. so. Uh, yeah. What um what, what do you got? Like what's the, what's your what's your what's a big uh, Halloween oh. nostalgic memory for you? So the first thing that I can think of for Halloween memories is like teenage years growing up and going around with shaving cream, eggs, toilet yeah. paper, and just like ransacking adjoining neighborhoods. And that was like three or four Halloweens in a row. And that was just like, you know, running around, you get like little rival clicks egging each other, the cops rolling around, running from the cops. Getting shot was, at, we're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was fun. Like that's like that's like the biggest thing that uh that I can think of when I think of Halloween. Yeah. And then, you know, the second memory would probably be, you know, kids, you know, when you're a kid, childhood, dressing up as whatever, you know, like I don't I don't vividly remember like specifics. My, yeah. My, yeah, my specific child just pictures that my parents have. Like there's a picture of me as a ninja turtle. 
You never had like a costume that you remembered, like getting as a kid. You like so excited Power about Rangers. it. Power Rangers, yeah, yeah, it was Jason the Power Ranger. How fitting. <laughs> I remember that a lot because I was, I went to my friend Tyler's uh, birthday party, and we went into a haunted house, and I I got real scared and I cried. My parents had to take me out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was like two and years I, ago. <laughs> Yeah, that was, yeah, that was actually his thirty fifth. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, like I remember, uh, my friend Tyler's brother—I forget what his name was—he came out. He was like, he was like, bro, it's it's not real. Like these are nothing's real. And I was just like crying. And they're like, Jason the Power Ranger wouldn't be scared. And I was like, no, you're right, you're right. He fights, he fights Rita Repulsa all the time. And she's scary as hell. Wiping the tears on your on your yeah. face, helmet. You're like it's not even really working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like that's one that's one specific like childhood uh, Halloween memory that I have. Yeah, and then of course you know Matt's parties. Matt Matt used to have a lot of really good yeah, parties. Yeah. We had a, a lot of really that. good costumes. Yeah, I miss those. I those were so much fun. Now I do nothing. My Halloween this year is nothing. I I take vacation usually around Halloween because I like Halloween. I like dressing up, going out whenever I can. Yeah, but. It's just like, all right, Matt moved away, Sean moved away. You're technically in the same, in the same. We have very city, different but schedules, not even yeah. remotely close. Our schedules are opposing, and then Anthony is far enough away, and it's it kind of sucks because I miss hanging out and having all those good memories. Yeah. And now I, it's just like Halloween is usually I'm just working or I'm just sitting home doing nothing. It's kind of depressing. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. I'll see you next time. Or <laughs> yeah, I won't really, see you at all. Yeah, there we go. Jay will be back. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I will, or maybe I'll just jump out my window right now. <laughs> um, yeah, man. What I, about I, you? What's, what's some good memories you have? I understand that, though. Like, I, I do. Um, you know, and, and we, you and I are, are getting together at the end of the month, and, and we don't really get to yep. see each other in person that much. Um, and Sean actually might uh, join us as well. Ooh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so we could kind of like celebrate his uh, birthday a little bit too and, you know, spend the day together and just sort of like catch up and bring back some of that old like, you know, Halloween movie watching that we used to do yeah. every that, October. That used to be so good. Yeah. It was like a, a week. It was like almost every weekend we would meet up on the weekend and watch a couple movies, watch a series. And just riff and joke around and laugh yeah. and drink pumpkin beers and different uh, Halloween themed beers and candy and stuff and yeah that was that was a lot of fun so I'm hoping that he'll be able to come down for that that's gonna be a good time yeah I, and I talked about that too is one of my memories um, you know uh, with with uh, Sean but I remember um, when you and I uh, we got uh, at, and Justin was there too I believe we went and bought. Um, it was, this was like a long time ago. I mean, this is when we first started hanging out. We we went and bought like one of those like budget DVDs that had like you know oh it's like fucking six mm-hmm. movies on one disc and it was like all these Hammer Dracula films and we never saw them at that point. So we think we were like our early twenties. That was my introduction to Hammer and like taste the cum of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that. That was yeah. I think that was probably the first Halloween year that I actually started hanging out with you and your crew. Yeah. And yeah, we just had jokes and puns on almost oh, every God. scene, every line, every title of every movie. Everything was just a joke, and everything was just hilarious. We yeah, we didn't. We, we got this thing it was like fucking five dollars. We found it at a bin, at like you know, a store. We brought it home, and not with the intentions of really going through. We went through like all of it, and we just kept watching movie after movie after movie on this disc, and just drinking, uh, ordering food, and just fucking joking and laughing our asses off all night, man. It was a great night. 
Uh, it wasn't like Halloween itself, like Halloween proper, but it was in October, so I count it. Right. Um, but yeah, man, that was that was a great time, man. I love that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's it. Yeah, and I'm and yeah, I'm excited to be here and keep it going in the future. I'm sure the 28 listeners I have will be very excited to have you as part well, of the team. <laughs> by the end of the by the end of the episode, you're gonna break 20. You're gonna be down into the teens again. <laughs> uh, so I'm very sorry for that. <laughs> And maybe I'll win them over in the next one, or maybe you're just gonna go fade in, fade into the shadows, right? Suitingly. So, yeah. well, with that, guys, um, happy <laughs> happy October, happy Halloween. I hope you guys have been enjoying the episodes we've had so far. Hope you're enjoying Jay. If you don't, too bad. I'm keeping him around. So, <laughs> with that said, um, make sure you check us out on the SoMeds, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Jay, always a pleasure. Happy Halloween, guys. Fucking good night. Good night. Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Hey, everybody. October is almost over, uh, but not quite yet. We still have Halloween, and that's going to be next Monday. We're going to have two episodes. We're going to have a quick bite talking about some new stuff that came out this month, shows and movies. And then we're going to have our Halloween special is going to be a commentary track on Halloween 3 season of the witch so um hopefully you guys enjoy tune in next month where we're going to bring you uh some new stuff we hope you guys have been enjoying the episodes uh for october we we definitely have uh we hope you continue to enjoy i'm sad to see october go but we've had a great time so far and uh we've still got a week left so thank you as always for listening and uh enjoy take care hey guys if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to our podcast on spotify and apple itunes also you can follow us on social media we have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do... Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81. And if you want to follow me on Slasher, the horror-based social media site, you can find me at sexy vampire teeth pod and if you want to follow me on social media you can't i'm off the stuff so if you guys want updates on the show please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every monday night for a new episode thanks for listening guys and good night so long everybody you've been listening to the sexy vampire teeth podcast 